Hi everybody, welcome to Couples Book Club. <laughs> Isaac's making bird noises. I have terrible allergies. Bird of vengeance inspired by this week's tome. Oh yeah. I can read, you can read, we can read. We're reading together. I married you, you married me. We got married, yeah, we married each other. Now we're reading books, talking in mics, discussing stuff with one another. We're a, a couple's book club. America and also other countries. I'm Lauren, and that's Isaac. He's a bird. And we're married. I only fly away. He's in the middle of an energy drink. I'm drinking some tea because I'm allergic to the world. And it my is, voice uh, is all like sexy and scratchy. It's fucking lit in here. It is pretty lit in here. Um, in our living room. This is Couples Book Club. Where we read the same book. And then we talk about it. And the book we read this week was... The Satanic Bible by Anton Sazander LeVay. Correct. <laughs> I'm just, just waiting for you to chime in. Or, I'm just validating your experience. I, I, like a plot or, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really, not really someone who encourages or applauds. That's true. Hand slapping is for pores. <laughs> exactly. Um, Anton LaVey, a.k.a. the Black Pope. Uh, Do you think there will be a Black Pope at some point? Um, like, Have they not considered this, like, having, like, an African Pope? I feel probably. like... Probably. I don't know. I mean, they've got that, the South American Pope. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty white, but... It's like, pseudo-social justice Pope. They're better than most popes. Yeah. Young popes, old popes. Old popes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Anton LaVey wrote this in 1969. It was a... Boy, has it aged well. Yeah. It's a... Um, I guess a primer for those who practice his type of Satanism. Which, which is really underwhelming. It's dumb. Yeah. Because they don't believe in Satan. It makes me actually kind of angry that they're, they just like... It's false advertising. Say that they're Satanists because that is like the antithesis of uh, like mainstream like Christian values or whatever. They're so hardcore. But not, but they're like, you don't have to believe in it a god or satan or anything like it's just like a metaphor or some shit objectivist douches yeah or as uh we were discussing earlier this week it's just basically a made-up fake religion for uh libertarians who fuck yep so that's fun right R- randy randites fuck yeah yeah that's good it's like yep that's good fire in most, if not all, cylinders. Yeah, a good amount of cylinders. The, other, the others are revving up. They're getting there. Okay. It's a process. I apologize for sniffling or coughing or tea sipping. I mean, not, I don't really apologize. I'm just going to warn you that that's Don't apologize. Happen. What would Anton say? The Anton would say people who apologize are weak. Yep. And the weak deserve what's coming to them. Yep. And they're psychic vampires. I fucking love psychic vampires. <laughs> that I assume several bands have been named psychic vampires. Indubitably. Um So the book itself there's um there's a preface. Well, there's an introduction by the dude who became the like head of the church or whatever after LeVay. There's a preface, there's a prologue, there's the nine satanic statements, and then there's the Book of Satan, 
aka fire book of lucifer aka air book of belial aka earth and book of water aka book of leviathan Where is earth wind and fire are they satanists um i'm gonna guess not uh, yes probably because not, i don't but... think anybody with that much soul is a follower of this douchebag it's probably true yeah yeah <laughs> it's just made up bullshit i mean that's kind of religion but yeah but the thing is is that like i don't know why it has to be a religion well it's just like there's nothing religious about it except for the second half is all these like weird ceremonies that like are fake and dumb if you don't believe that Satan is real, then why would you call upon his powers? It just feels like like it was written by a teenager who, when given the option, had their room painted blood red just to like stick it to their parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And like one year wore like all black just to be, you know, like a thing. Yeah. No. Basically, that's what this is. But there's no, like, specific belief in Satan. Yeah. It's just a convenient, like, figurehead for being a dick. Basically. And that's fucking disappointing. Like, if you're going to call yourself a Satanist, I want you to believe in Satan as some kind of literal being or power Yeah, in the universe that you are devoted to. Yeah, no, this is... Damn it, Anton. I was, de- I was definitely expecting something different. I mean, I expected it to be crappy and sort of ridiculous, but this is a different kind of crappy and ridiculous than I possibly anticipated. Yes. So a little bit underwhelming in that respect. Well, and I like in the like uh, the preface or whatever from the, uh, the or the intro from that other dude who gave yeah. a little background on LeVay saying that like he came up, he's like really musical playing organs at like carnivals for like sexy shows it just made me think of uh uh carnival of souls never talked about that i don't even remember that movie i think i blocked it out because it was just like what is happening and the like creepy neighbor who keeps trying to like force his way into her room Mm, mm -hmm. and then like are people dead at the end has she been dead the entire time i believe she's been dead the entire time yeah and she must be in hell because it seemed kind of hellish toxic masculinity is on parade yeah what were we talking about? Um, him being like an organ player and musical and shit. Oh yeah, so we'd play him for like the the sexy like striptease shows at the carnival, and then the very next day on Sunday he'd play for the church revivals in the tent at the carnival, and like the same dudes would come and like repent or whatever. And he was like, "Ha ha, hypocrisy!" So hypocrites. I feel like this is a dude who I don't I don't know where this falls sort of time wise. Because it's, it's probably about right. Uh whose life was, like, changed when he read Catcher in the Rye and it was, like, obsessed with, like, phonies and shit. Yeah. You guys are all hypocrites. I'm the only one who sees things the way they are. <laughs> all right, Anton. Okay, sure, bro. Yep. Whatever. A little, little pat on his bald head. There, there. there also, there, there, he there, eventually there. named his son Satan Xerxes. Which is kind of cool, but... It's really stupid. Well, in, like, a ridiculous sort of way, not in, like... It's got to be awkward on, like, attendance days and stuff. Is Sat- Satan here? What if, what, what I if go there, by Xerxes. What if there's a Jesus in his class? Does that work? They fight. They have to be mortal enemies. Best lab partners ever. Yeah. Uh, I like this part of the intro that says... Uh, LaVey was born in Chicago in 1930 and his parents soon relocated to California, that westernmost gathering place for the brightest and darkest manifestations of the quote-unquote American dream. Yeah, that's a scathing critique there, man. So scathing. I mean, I know it's the 60s, but, like, guys. So also in the intro, I forget what the context is here, but he's talking about um, how great he was. And uh, his ultimate heresy against the complacent masses was to reject their idolized dictum that all men are created equal. So that's what we're working with here, people. Yep. Rejectionist. Edgelord, capital E. 
Also, D-G-E-L-O-R-D, all caps. <laughs> Thank you for spelling that. Just in case people aren't, you know, hip to the lingo that the kids are using, potentially. Oh, I like that he makes... So he makes this argument, LeVay does, that, um, like, mainstream religions owe basically everything to Satan... Because without him as their enemy or whatever, they wouldn't exist. They wouldn't be able to continue to, like, uh, gather offerings from people and, like, pay their pastors and build their churches and shit. So, like, actually, like, Satan's doing them a favor, keeping them in business. That's how any belief system works, that there has to be an other. It's not like it's unique to organized religion. But. Right. Whatever. Um, oh man, you guys owe Satan. So like, I don't know, send a second offering plate around or something. Satan gets like twenty five percent, whatever an appropriate. What the cut should be. Like reverse tithe, whatever you would call that. At least fifteen percent. Yeah. Um. So in the book of Satan, here, there's a bunch of uh like declarations that are basically like pretty blasphemous and like. Uh, like a kid like trying to say the worst thing he can think of kind of way uh, a favorite of mine is under Roman numeral 1 I don't know chapter 1 verse 10 I guess I gaze into the glassy eye of your fearsome Jehovah and pluck him by the beard I uplift a broad axe and split open his worm eaten skull just really like beard plucking and worm eaten skull basically this guy, uh, he, he used to, like, doodle that in the margins of his, um, civics notebook, let's say, in sure. high school. Sure, 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 sure. Presumably civics was, like, still a class when he was in. So why do I have to learn about government? It's all full of phonies. So true. Mm-hmm. Uh, if humans ceased wholly from preying upon each other, could they continue to exist? Such an important question, Anton. It's natural to prey on other people. You can be as selfish as you want. Yeah, obviously. It's fine. So, like, instead of really believing in Satan, it seems like the basis of their belief is just, like, I'm going to do whatever I want and say that it's my religion to just, like... Be, be an asshole? Be an asshole, yeah. That's basically it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's that for, uh, theoretically, a couple hundred pages. It's a lot of fluff. It's very padded out. So I feel sad. like Satan's like, okay, so you're going to write this book that's kind of about me, but not really, and you need to hit at least 250, or I'm not going to sign off on it. Well, luckily, the last uh, 100 pages are like... The keys? The keys. So it's, it's like, like four, four pages, pages for each for key. One. Yeah, and they're like a paragraph each. Well, you have to have it in the original Enochian, and then... Right. Uh, Which is totally a real language. I want to I wanna point out this really, really incisive point here by our friend Anton. Ant. Anyone who thinks of Satan as evil should consider all the men, women, children, and animals who have died because it was, quote, God's will. A boom! Satan lawyered. Logic. So. And what kind of lawyer is Satan? I wasn't that a movie? Wasn't that a devil's advocate movie? Yeah. Keanu Reeves and is it Al Pacino? I don't remember. It sounds familiar. I've seen like parts of it on TV, but never the whole thing. He's the douchiest of lawyers, though. Yeah, yeah. He's like a victim blamey, gross nonsense, garbage person. He also files like a million motions. He's constantly appealing like everything, flirting with lady jurors and dude jurors. Equal opportunity. Let's see. Don't pray for your enemies. That's dumb. Oh, and he's talking about, like, Christian denominations, like, at that time, like, in the 60s, kind of, like, trying to be socially progressive and change with the times. And he's like, that's bullshit. Your thing is still bullshit. Um, how are you even Christian still or whatever? Because Christians are dumb. Uh, but this one section ends in this amazing thing that I think is supposed to be a joke. This is on page 43. With all the debates about whether or not God is dead, 
If he isn't, he had better have Medicare. Yeah, I had that written down. <laughs> it's timely. Oh, so funny. So funny. Is it's a, like jokes. This is a witty, witty guy. So many jokes. Um, in this section called Some Evidence of a New Satanic Age, there's some like real like Ayn Rand bullshit like uh, envy and greed are the motivating forces of ambition and without ambition, very little of any importance would be accomplished. That profit motive, man. Invisible hand, etc. Uh, since man's natural instincts lead him to sin, all men are sinners and all sinners go to hell. If everyone goes to hell, then you will meet all your friends there. Which is a fair point. If everyone goes to hell, is it really hell? I mean, we're all here. Ho oh, ho! This is the bad place. It's like a human zoo. So, he talks about how psychiatry has um, helped people. And by people, man. he It's all like man and he, 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 he. Well, yeah, obviously. Because um, it's the 60s. There's something there about woman being the like natural receiving vessel. Yes, there is. So, um, he says that like psychiatry has helped humans understand themselves a little better. Um, but on fifty three, he's like, the one need that psychiatry cannot fill is man's inherent need for emotionalizing through dogma. Man needs ceremony and ritual, fantasy and enchantment. Uh. So he's saying that that's why there needs to be a religion because it fulfills those needs, which I don't know if those are actual things. Isn't that just sport? Sport? Yeah. Or uh, watching hundreds of hours of television per month. That's a great rich world of fantasy. I don't really need ritual in my life. Don't you? I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there are things that I do that are ritualistic, but... Yeah, they are. It's mostly murder. It's a kind of ritual. Yeah. Uh, there's several pages of uh, the infernal names of Satan. Just, like, taken, like, demonic or devilly evil names of various deities from all over the world. So, it's like, Beelzebub, uh, Coyote, Demogorgon, Lilith... Uh, Metzli, the Aztec goddess of the night, other shit. Short, the Russian name for Satan, Black God, which racist. So that's the thing that's in here. Most Satanists do not accept Satan as an anthropomorphic being with cloven hooves, a barbed tail, and horns. He merely represents a force of nature, the powers of darkness, which have been named just that because no religion has taken these forces out of the darkness. I feel like, I mean... I think that there are Satanists who believe in, like, a literal Satan. Well, and I feel like... I don't know. It's been a bit since I've spent time on that, but, like... Organized religions spend a decent amount of time talking about that and what hell is. Mm -hmm. So it's not like it's something that doesn't get attention. Yeah. Maybe not as much attention as he would like it to get, but it's like, it's it's covered. It's in there. People have a sense of it. It's just... Disappointing. I just... Like, if you're gonna do this, like, fucking... Pseudo-intellectual shock jock nonsense, then the least you could do is make, you know... Make it real. Instead of being, literally just being like, I literally made this up, um, because I want to justify fucking and doing weird rituals. I've, I've, I've shared a bunch. Do you have any you want to pop in there? Oh, I've got, I've got notes for days. Give it to me, son. Um, uh, there's one point fairly early on, this is page 29, where he's 29? talking about, exactly, where he's talking about, like, people giving the devil shit all the time and like bad mouth and satan sure and the devil is uh a gentleman the entire time about it it's just like dude it's, it's cool it's cool say what you're gonna say i'm i'm here i'm still doing my thing uh, also you think the devil would be 
flattered. Isn't that what he's going for? Uh, but it made me think of um, after that. What was that the that, that like Toronto? Was it Toronto? The one where the guy drove the like van on the sidewalk and killed a bunch of people. That was like incel bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I either in an article or just independently looked some stuff up, and they have all these like weird memes about Elliot Roger as like the supreme gentleman. And that's what that made me think of, which is super depressing, because he says that in his, like, pre-shooting video. That he's a gentleman? He defines himself as the supreme gentleman, uh, and doesn't understand why, uh, was it, like, Chad's and Stacy's fuck each other, and no one will, uh, uh, spend some, spend some QT with the E-Dog. Um. Because you're... Fucking psychopath, and you hate women. Yeah. And hate women, yeah. Yeah. That just sort of made me think of that. That phrasing stuck out a little bit. Gross. So that's one. Um, page 63, possibly one of my favorite moments okay. in the entire book, uh, where there's a footnote that has to point out that uh, Liv is uh, evil backwards. <laughs> yes. Because that's, like, the most profound insight ever. It's like, hey, man, hey, man, did you think about this? Because, like, really, like, think about it. That's some, like... Uh... Like fifteen year old like Ron Paul like revolution with high for love the first time instead kind of, of the... in the middle of it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just think about a moon I think that's about the level of discourse we're dealing with here I mean he didn't write about it in here but did he listen to Beatles records backwards yep yes yep hundred percent for sure all day. He's a, he's a hardcore uh, Paul is dead conspiracy mm-hmm. kind of person. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, that's a, that's a thing. It's a thing that... Some people believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've got a bunch of, like, Ayn Rand stuff, which we already sort of talked about. Uh, psychic vampires, just as a concept, is kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that is a legit kind of thing. I read that, and I'm like, yeah, I can see that. People who, uh, 75 is the note I have, but I think okay. it comes up before that. Oh, yeah. Not All Vampires Suck Blood is the name of that chapter. Yeah. But there are, like, legit people who just, like, take advantage of you. And uh, I thought psychic vampires was a good phrase for that. I don't know that where he goes with it is necessarily right. ideal. But just the concept that, like, that's a thing and, like, maybe you shouldn't have to deal with that. Right. So it's fine. It's like... He's doing, he's trying to do two things here. One of which is talk about a very real type of person who is uh, manipulative and takes all your, and passive aggressive and takes all your, your energy and stuff. Um, but he also says that um, many psychic vampires are invalids or pretend to be or are mentally or emotionally disturbed so he's saying like these parasites feast on your your altruism or your sense of guilt Um, so it's like I'm and I'm you know not that those categories of people like (laughs) people with actual illnesses physical or mental can't also be these types of people but like it's, it kind of sounds like he's like, uh, if there's anyone in your life who needs a lot of help and support, then basically they're a psychic vampire. Well, it's like some Nazi, like, useless eater shit. Yeah. Which, you know, he's kind of pro-Nazi in various moments. Uh, the, like, repeated mention of the, the strength through joy thing, I thought was fairly telling. Gross. I feel like I, I thought about this the other day at work, too. You know that uh, that Lady Gaga uh, Edge of Glory song? Mm-hmm. Uh, I just heard it the other day at work and was thinking that it sounds like kind of fascist, <laughs> which I feel like is a critique that some people made. But I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know it well enough to tell you. I'm sure there's academic papers, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, like, when would that have been? Like, about 2009, 2010? When she was at the like peak of her powers, yeah, maybe. It's not not like not like full on like Madonna studies era, but like sure, some someone who got a solid amount of attention for a while. Um, I want to talk about satanic sex for a minute. Okay. 
And by talk about it, I mean try it right here on the podcast. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Listen, you can't be flashing that much arm. The man's gotten way into tank tops, and he is just, those biceps are just out there. Right. And there's a little bit of chest hair peeking out the top. It's like, come on. Never man. You're asking for it. It's problematic. Is it? It is, yes. I don't think Anton would say it's problematic. Uh, whatever. I, I did think about that. Uh, it's on page 115. Uh-huh. He gets kind of victim blamey. Where he yeah. talks about, like, women getting uh, men's attention. Uh, oh. Mm-hmm. It's just like a rape logic kind of thing. Yes, I remember. That was uh, troubling. Which is consistent with his attitude towards women in general, but... An especially sort of flagrant slash transparent moment. Yeah, it's like a girl who finds herself plagued by a relentless suitor. He basically like blames them for like leading dudes on. It's like whatever. Like just because they were once nice to someone who ended up being a stalker doesn't mean it's their fucking fault. Uh, false. Oh, sorry. I am wrong. Yeah. A man just told me I was wrong. Anton's like. People don't like the satanic people or, you know, into free love, bro. Uh, Free love is just dude love anyway. Yeah. I mean, he does say, like, if you want to be monogamous, cool. If you don't, cool. You can be gay if you want, cool. But it's a very, like, heteronormative, like, very, like, gender, like, rules normative, like, viewpoint in this book. Yeah. So, like... Yeah. Well, it's well, yeah. It's like the sort of like anything goes, but with like thick implication that that stuff is like still aberrant, and that's why he's including it because it's like a fuck you sort of thing. Right. It's not because he's like he cares about um, like gay people having uh, like more freedom in society and stuff. He just yeah. He just just knows it's gonna piss people off. Yeah, it's just transgressive. Basically, is my read um on 67 he says he's talking about being emancipated from sexual guilt some people are held in even greater sexual bondage than those who simply accept sexual activity as a natural part of life and don't make a big to do over their sexual freedom so like people who are like trying too hard to get rid of their guilt by fucking a lot and then this is the key part For example, it is an established fact, and this is the kind of thing he does all the time. He says established, and there's like no fucking evidence for these things. It is Uh, an established fact that the nymphomaniac, parentheses, every man's dream girl and heroine of all lurid novels, is not sexually free, but is actually frigid and roves from man to man because she's too inhibited to ever find complete sexual release. Um, Or maybe she likes fucking... Nope. Or maybe all the dudes she's fucking are bad at sex and, like, haven't found the clitoris yet. Your your pleasure is unimportant. Also, female orgasm, myth. It's like, also, ne- it's the- like, it's like Nessie, but in your junk. <laughs> Basically. <coughs> also, the terms nymphomaniac and frigid are very, um, they've, um, uh, up to date. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's, he's cutting edge for sure. No, I feel like this is a dude who has uh, the like complete Freud, like oh, fuck collected yeah. works. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, 100%. Several of the pages of which are are almost permanently stuck together because of the Wigglers. Yeah, Wigglers. It's in there. Those are sperms. Yep. Yeah. 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 He's into that shit. Well, and then he's talking about masturbation and how like it's fucking fine and you should do it if you want to which totes but he's saying he knows why religionists declare masturbation to be sinful but like all other natural acts people will do it no matter how severely reprimanded causing guilt is an important facet of their malicious scheme to obligate people to atone for their quote sins by paying the mortgages on temples of abstinence boom Zing. Kapow. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, 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 pew. Guys, we do a lot of, uh, like, little laser guns around here these days, and it's amazing. He's, uh, he's got their number. 
Yes, he does. You want to give me another one of your highlights? Uh, uh, one twenty-eight. Possibly my favorite metaphor in the entire book. Um, I don't remember the exact context of it. Oh, I have this mark. But the uh, was it like the free the flea crawling up an elephant's leg as if to rape it? Because that's it's a it's a vivid metaphor. Mm-hmm. Yes. Elef- elephant rape. The man with nothing to offer who approaches the man who is successful with grandiose advice and promise of great wealth has the alacrity of the flea climbing up the elephant's leg with the intention of rape, exclamation point. So funny. <laughs> there are also a lot of exclamation points in here, which strikes me as not, not necessarily befitting a holy text, as it were. There's some exclamation points, like in the Bible, like I when get, they're rejoicing. It just feels like forced. And also those parts like early on where he's trying to use the like old timey ish language. Mm. The like thou whatever. Low. All that shit. Low. It's like, bro, if you're like against that kind of organized religion, why are you aping the language of it? But thankfully he sort of stops or gets tired of it or does something different later on. Because early on it was like, dude, I'm dude. not reading 250 pages of this garbage. No. But I did. He did. Uh, I soldiered through it like a soldier. Speaking of soldiers, um, 82 is when he talks about Hitler. Uh, There's better stuff on that page, though. Yeah, but he's saying that uh, every set of principles, some good can be extracted. And then he's saying Hitler was no fool when he offered the German people happiness on a personal level to ensure their loyalty to him. So that's cool. And then the very next paragraph is one of my favorite parts where he says, It has been clearly established that the majority of all illnesses are of a psychosomatic nature. It's all in your head. Fakers. It's in your head, bitch. Exactly. Listen, every time that I'm stuffed up, it's because there's stuff I'm not dealing with. Yep. Sciences are clogged with guilt. Fuck yeah. Unrealized potential. Etc. Hey, hey, could it be that the white light religionists are a bit sour grapes about the fact that they didn't think of a religion before the Satanists would be that would be enjoyable to follow? That's a question he poses on eighty six, so to think her. They're just mad. They're just jealous. He talks a lot about how Satanists are not... They don't believe in... These kinds of Satanists are boring. They don't do sacrifices. Not even, like, goats or, like, chickens or whatever. And certainly not human sacrifice. Um, yeah. Whatever. He's talking about, like, white light, so, like, non-Satanic, non-whatever, like, wizards or whatever. Um, and he says, no wonder these tittering pustules of mystic wisdom must stand within protective circles and bind the evil forces in order to keep themselves safe from attack. All caps, one good orgasm would probably kill them. <laughs> oh, oh, man, you guys are uptight. Why don't you get laid? Exactly. He knows what he's doing. I made it into a song. Yeah, no, it's really good. It's really good. Um, and my voice is really good right now, so mm, try not to die from your eargasms. It's great podcasting when you silently nod at me. Yep, 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 yep. Um, he talks about like uh doing a like a cursing spell, so like doing a human sacrifice that way, like ruining someone's life. Not a spell. Whatever this shit is called. Um, the So he talks about how the ideal sacrifice may be emotionally insecure. Um, but, like, cause you trouble because they have problems. So, quote, mental illness, nervous breakdown, maladjustment, anxiety, neuroses, broken homes, sibling rivalry, etc., etc., ad infinitum have too long been convenient excuses for vicious and irresponsible actions. 
So people with problems deserve to be punished if they inconvenience you. I'm on on board with that. Minor nuisance, sacrifice. Sacrifice. Later on, he talks about the... He's talking about the Black Mass. So... And again, how it's, like, symbolic, but then he, like, actually does it. Um, He says... um, The traditional Black Mass is no longer the outrageous spectacle that it used to be. um, Because, like at the time of writing this like things are changing um and so then he tries to make an argument that the black mass is just um uh a blaspheming whatever is like popular or like held sacred at that time and so he says on 101 the black mass today would consist of the blaspheming of such sacred topics as eastern mysticism psychiatry the psychedelic movement ultra liberalism etc Patriotism would be championed. Drugs and their gurus would be defiled. Blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't think so. I thought that was a bullshit point. Oh, and then he talks about how awesome it is to have money and be successful. And you're successful if you have money. Um, If the love of money of money is the root of all evil then we must at least assume the most powerful men on earth to be the most satanic that's probably true yeah I don't disagree um and then he goes into like some of the actual rituals and so but he never really explains like if Satan's not real then how is like what powers by what power is this magic supposed to work it's all it's all in your being man like i don't fucking understand like if all this shit is made up then how is your made up thing gonna work any more than anybody else's but they but they know it's made up so it's self-aware i don't think that's how they that's how they get you is it not like papists and other Stick lovers. What so lovers? It's, it's, it's cross. Stick so, lovers. Yeah. The crossed sticks. Yep. Um. Uh, he talks about using gl- glamour, like in its old timey magical way. Um. And uh, it's basically about like using your sex appeal to get what you want. Um, and it's too bad old women can't do it. Yeah. They hags, crones, etc. There are three times of satanic ritual and uh it's like one of them is for sex, one of them is to punish someone and then there's a third one that I think is like supposed to help someone, but on 115 he says one of the greatest of all fallacies about the practice of ritual magic is the notion that one must believe in the powers of magic before one can be harmed or destroyed by them. Nothing could be further from the truth, as the most receptive victims of curses have always been the greatest scoffers. Which, to me, sounds like a fact and something provable. I mean, most of this stuff is factual, as evidenced by his uh, large and extensive bibliography. Mm -hmm. All those notes. Yep. He gives all the all the 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 yeah the evidence he gives to his arguments backs him up real good. Peer-reviewed sources. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's rigorous. He does say, traditionally speaking, witches and sorcerers are night people. Because the best time to curse someone is while they're sleeping. So you should do it. Day witch is the best. Day witch. You just like sneak up behind someone in their cubicle. <laughs> just like witching them. Witching them? Yep. Or you like bring your goat to work. Like, hey, this is my, my pet goat, Black Phillip. Can you come to the staff meeting? <laughs> and then he's just like hanging out. He's just chilling in the break room. It's really awkward for people. 
Why is your why is your goat in here? You want me to tie him up outside like an animal? Come on. Yeah, rude. He's gonna make I mean live deliciously. So. Also, he's he's applying for a job here. So GTFO. Yeah. And I think it's I, I want to say that the hiring practices of this firm are pretty um, racist against goats. Species speciesist. Yep. Specious. Yep. Specious. Like an office goat. Working with the goat on different projects. Listen, you don't even need a shredder anymore. You have a goat. Yeah, exactly. Think think of all the money we're saving now. <laughs> uh, one of my uh, favorite moments when he was talking about rituals and how they work um, is about, like, how you have to, like, concentrate your emotions. So um, if you do a spell and then you worry a bunch about what, when and how it's going to work, um, then, like it's gonna like your anxiety is gonna nullify the results so um basically he's saying like if the magic doesn't work it's because you fucked up emotionally and worried too much about it working yeah which is like some pretty standard religious logic is it not yeah you didn't have enough faith yep it's like some milton friedman shit like the markets weren't free enough dude this guy was like hardcore into that sort of like extreme free market capitalism oh certainly invisible hand job uh, etc okay. um just a few things on the ritual uh most important um conversing and smoking are prohibited after the bell is rung at the beginning so got your goddamn cigarettes during the ritual bitches there's a lot of rules for something that's just like basically formalized contrarianism yeah so during the ritual men are supposed to wear like a black robe possibly even with a hood um so that like your emotions on your face don't distract things but female participants wear garments which are sexually suggestive or all black clothing for older women you gotta hide the uggos um, and the natural altar um, is a woman's body uh, a nude woman because she's the natural passive receptor and represents the earth mother yep which like I don't want people to like put things on me I mean at least use a coaster for your fucking goblet your chalice ah, boob coaster yeah, there's articles of like dumb props you're supposed to use and there's rules about how to do it and and then there's like specific like spell or ritual language. I'm just going to read you just a little one of my uh, one of the finest sentences of teenage poetry from the invocation employed towards the conjuration of lust. I have gathered forth my symbols and prepare my garnishings of the, of the is to be, and the image of my creation lurketh as a seething basilisk awaiting his release. I just think of garnishes, and it's like he's got a, like, uh, a bolt parsley or something mm -hmm. on there. Yeah, I was just thinking of a horny snake. Basilisk, which is oh. a cool word, TBH. Coolest of windy men. <laughs> and then, like, the last 120 pages is some shit about the Enochian keys. So it's a magical language used in satanic ritual, allegedly older than Sanskrit, even though it was made up by a dude in the 17th century, um, who, this guy, um, D and Kelly, and Kelly, uh, uh, he didn't gaze into a crystal ball. Instead, he used a mini-faceted trapezohedron. So, get your trapezohedrons ready, kids. I was also thinking this is a dude who, like, totally uh, fucks with, like, font size and spacing on all his papers that he turns in to try to make them look longer. <laughs> That's why there's, like, 120 pages of fluff at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it goes on to a fourth page. Exactly. It's like you're using 14-point font and, like, 2.5 uh, spacing and, uh, like, one-and-a-half-inch margins. 
Well, and like you totally like you have your conference with Anton, and you go through and like point this stuff out. Mm-hmm. Like I I know this is like two hundred words short of the word count. And I see what you're doing here, uh, and then he denies it and then turns in the paper just like in the same form, with no does not take any of your edits. Uh huh. Shows up five minutes late for the appointment. Sure. So you're already pushing everyone back, and then yeah, it's just fine. like completely you know unreceptive to. And then at the end of the semester, it gives you, like, like really bad bitchy eva- eval. Yeah, bitchy evals. You understand me. Are you trying to make me follow your bullshit rules? Um, yeah, so there's these Enochian keys, which is, like, these little verses, and he gives it in Enochian first, which is, you're supposed to incorporate them, the, the priest is supposed to incorporate them into the ceremonies or the rituals. Um, and they're all dumb. I think I took like one or two notes total. Yeah. In that section, because there's just nothing happening. Yeah, there's really not. It's dumb and bad and boring. I was sort of surprised. I didn't do an extensive search, but I did like a cursory search to see if there were like, I don't know, fancy versions of this. Yeah. Like illuminated ones with like pictures and all sorts of stuff and yeah. I didn't see anything which I found sort of surprising but I guess maybe that shows the degree to which like I don't know like Satanists in the way that we're thinking of them or expecting them uh, just like think this book is bullshit Yeah, and that it's just like I don't know a teenage book that you get to piss off your parents well and at some point he argues that like oh he's saying like people say that like this idea that I have of like um you know indulging in doing what you want being quote unquote selfish or whatever like and disavowing religion and mainstream like morale uh, morals is isn't that just kind of like a humanism or something uh and he's like no it specifically has to be satanism like we need this religious thing like, you have to have that in order to be fulfilled. But then he, like, criticizes the same thing, like, the entire time. Exactly. Like, so, if, he, if he just wants to own up to it as, like, straight-up humanism, okay, whatever, that's fine. Yeah, but then what the fuck are these rituals for? And and does he even believe they're supposed to work? Like, I don't fucking understand. Like, he never explains that. Like, Satan's not real, but magic is? But, like, magic in the way he's talking about it is not, like, I don't know, really magical for the most part. It's just, like, knowing how to manipulate people. Yeah, no, it sounds like you do this ritual, but it's also just about, like, uh, kind of, like, doing the secret and uh, saying some dumb words, but then also just, like, trying really hard to do the thing that you want. It's like, oh, you want to have sex with this person? Well, first you have to choose somebody who's in your league. And then you have to, like, think about it a lot. And, like, literally you're supposed to uh, masturbate to orgasm during the ceremony. Um, And, like, you're supposed to, like, draw pictures and, like, write stories. Like, write your own fan fiction about what you want it to be like and all this stuff. Which, like, okay. But, like, also couldn't you just go, like... You know, see if that person's into you or whatever. It's almost like some, uh, some like the secret shit. Yeah, no, some of it's definitely reminiscent of the secret. Um, my theory about why he made this whole religion, like why he's anti-religion, but then decided that he has to make a religion, is that I think that he. So one of his big things is indulgences, that you should do what you want, like give in to your natural desires, um, because otherwise then you're repressed or whatever. And like, there's bits of truth in that, but like also, like, fuck you. Um, I think that his biggest turn on is the aesthetics of the satanic ritual. Like he just gets off on that because people hate it so much. Like he loves um ter- like he loves terrifying like Christians so much that it's sexual for him and that's why he does these not because he believes in Satan but because like 
as we know, he loves to fuck, and um, he just, like, gets boners for um, being transgressive, basically. Well, yeah, no, I think, I mean, he needs the context, he needs the frame to add that element of, like, danger to it. Because mm-hmm. if it's just anything is permitted, and that's, like, the total of it. Yeah. There's just the, like, excitement aspect of it goes away. Yeah. But if it can be him, like, you know... In full teenage mode, just, like, thumbing his nose at organized religion. Yeah. And watching, you know, people, like, clutching their pearls, he totally gets off on that. And yeah. And that's his thing. And yeah. if he doesn't have that, it just, like, it doesn't, it just disintegrates. Yeah. And so that's why I think there's still, like, anti-religion with the trappings of religion, because it's, like, taking this thing and, like, sort of perverting it, but not really perverting it, because he still is, like giving a nod to the power of that kind of ritual yeah uh and so it's like an anti-religion religion which is not really anti-religion yes so yeah for someone who spends a lot of time bitching about hypocrites yeah and he doesn't seem to realize that or doesn't give a shit yeah and like well uh, i'm sure if you confronted him on it he would just like double down right or be like, that's what I was going for. You don't understand. You're too caught up in, I don't know, conventional religious thinking. I'm just, I'm just a frigid nymphomaniac out trying to make my way in the world. Yep. I don't want to be your altar. Whatever. Why are you so uptight? I don't know. I guess I just let society control me. Exactly. And also, if I'm going to participate... In a satanic ritual, I want, like, Baphomet himself to fucking show up. I want some Black Phillip shit. Yeah, there's definitely gotta be some goat stuff happening. I want people drinking blood. I want uh, us to, like, uh, I don't know what, like, say Jesus' name backwards or whatever you're supposed to do. Like some, like, uh, some, like, Rosemary's Baby shit. Rosemary's Baby. I want, and if he, he talks about how, I think it's maybe an intro where the guy talks about how he, um, LaVey held, like, witches workshops to help women, like, um, hone their powers of their feminine wiles. Like, that's not witchcraft. I want the fucking craft, okay? If I do not have tall socks and mini skirts in the 90s. Is that too Fuck much it. to ask? I don't really Fuck think it. it is. I'm not joining that goddamn coven. I'm not. I won't do it. <sighs> anyway, this is bullshit made up religion that's not a religion but is a religion. Yeah, it's stupid. And again, it's just for fucking libertarians who don't who want to be selfish and not help people. And um also like boning. Well and like if that's your thing just just own it. Yeah, just own it. It's not just like, religion. This is just as much like what do they call it? It's in Darkness at Noon, which is one of my favorite books, but it talks about uh I don't remember the exact phrasing, but it's something about like like liberal like fog philosophy or something like that. Like the idea of coming up with this like convoluted logic for why you think the things you do or want to do the things you do. Yeah. And it's the same thing with like the like Rand aspects of this to like create this whole pseudo philosophy of objectivism. Like just say you want to be an asshole. Yeah. And own that you want to be an asshole. Right. You're like, still an asshole. That's but I, shitty. Least, but I like, respect your honesty. Yeah. At least you're straightforward about it. You're owning what you do instead of like pretending it's this. Uh, like pseudo intellectual thing that you're doing. Yeah, like you've got a higher mind for being like, oh, weak people. Are, no, are no, you're just a dick vampires. and kind of a Nazi. And that's you know, if that's your thing, whatever I suppose. God, but so many Nazis carry this book, I bet. Yeah. Like modern modern Nazis who can't make it through Mein Kampf, but they can make it through this shit because half of it's um, just like big spaces around uh, the fake language of Enochian. I'm just imagining, like, um, God, what, like, uh, like in uh, Four Lions, 
when Waj has that uh, the camel that went to mosque book, <laughs> like what the what the Nazi version of that is that like <laughs> half like for kids half literate like skinheads read. Get your little prayer bear. Yep. To help you with your prayers. Little 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 Dolph little Dolphy. Mm-hmm. And he uh, just you know gives like highlights. Yeah, he does some of his speeches for you. You lift up his arm and he talks. In the in the. Nazi salute is what it is. This, is this like. worse than Mein Kampf? I guess at least yeah. Mein Kampf was a somewhat coherent philosophy, even if it's like repulsive. Yeah, uh, I would say that Mein Kampf is quote better. I mean, at least Hitler had a grasp on politics. Yeah, and like, I don't know had some larger views about like things outside of himself don't quote me yeah this is just like a stupid like nihilistic religion which is sort of yeah doesn't really work like that yeah that's garbage a true nihilist doesn't need a fucking church although this should not be confused with um, the Satanic Temple, which is the like modern organization that um, is incorporated as a church, so the government has to con- like recognize it as a religion, but like does cool shit like um, uh, like sues um, states and employers and stuff who don't allow, like who are. Um, like, they claim that part of their religious views is, uh, like, reproductive choice and reproductive justice. So they'll, like, sue the state and be like, well, you say a pharmacist doesn't have to fulfill or doesn't have to fill my birth control uh, prescription if they don't believe in birth control. Well, my religion says that I get to control my own reproductive choices and therefore you're violating my religion. Um, and they, like, sue to, like... Uh, put up statues of Baphomet next to like public displays of like Christmas decorations or the Ten Commandments or whatever and it and again they're not religious either they don't probably probably most of them don't actually believe in Satan but it's about like uh, like okay if this is about if this is really about religious freedom then it means all religions and clearly if you're like Suddenly you're like, well, we don't want this uh, demonic goat statue up in public, but this courts say that we have to if you're going to have the Ten Commandments up, then I guess nobody gets any. I want a, I want a, a statue of um, that entire scene where uh, Black Phillip is, like, jumping up on his hind legs with those two creepy kids in, like, the adult clothes. Mm, we're talking about the witch again. Which Great is movie. fantastic. Uh and they're like giggling creepily but like to have it be like an action statue so like the kids move and philip goes like up and down kind of mm-hmm. it's like an animated statue kind of thing mm-hmm. i'm just saying okay we should we should have that somewhere there's probably some sort of like um like old-timey automaton kind of like technology that could be yeah it'll be kind of like the um, like a wind-up thing or like the uh the whatever that like animatronic uh like band is kind of like that oh the rock of fire explosion yeah or whatever. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man so something like that but with black philip yes. creepy kids so yeah so this was a so this is a waste of time also the back of this book um says that the uh genre of this book is fantasy <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Yeah, but boring fantasies. God damn it. Like, go to Archive of Our Own and, like, read some fanfic or something. Like, most of that shit's better than that. I mean, I think it was it was instructive to read it just because I feel like it's a thing that's talked about a bunch, so it's nice to sort of see it Yeah. for yourself. But, like, redeeming value, Very meh. Little. Yeah. Yeah, if I were going to be a Satanist, I'd use, like, old uh, shit from, like, the 1600s that, like, uh, 
like literal witch hunters wrote um like their fantastical things they wrote about what like witches did during their like um their witches sabbaths or whatever like i'd use those as my texts not this 20th century like bullshit like satanism light i want my fake religion to be old that's all I have to say about that. So, so no, no on the Mormonism. You want something older? I mean, Mormonism's pretty old by now. Yeah, I guess. Like, almost two hundred years. It's like a, it's like a baby, no. Teen time baby yeah. religion. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe in that anymore, anyway. So who gives a fuck? I don't yeah. believe in anything. Any any other thoughts on this? That's all I've got. Just underwhelming. Yeah. It I expected good. it to be shitty, but I expected it to be at least like somewhat compellingly shitty. Yeah, it wasn't fun shitty. It was just kind of like this is dumb and boring, and this guy is dumb. Yeah, mostly. He's just making shit up and is writing like bad poetry. So party. God, how many people have like horrible tattoos that are quotes from parts of this? Jesus Christ. Well, first of all, Jesus Christ has one. Yeah. Because he thinks it's ironic, though. It's like he, a tramp stamp. He's got... He's got that yeah. basilisk thing. No, mine... The the one quote I pulled out that uh, was a favorite that I didn't mention before is when he talks about uh, the uh, obscene vistas of my dark desires. <laughs> I think... I feel like that, <laughs> but as like a tramp stamp. Oh, yeah. But in Enochian. Oh, 100%. Fuck yeah. Love it. And he's like, invariably he who has the tattoo just like constantly wants people to ask about it and like wear shirts that are like a little bit short just so it's kind of peeking out all the time. They're like, hey, hey. uh, He's got a little wrist pentagram. What's this dude's name? Um, well, his name is Troy, but he goes by, um, like a Zazzle or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, Azrael. Azrael, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's just the fucking uh, cast of SNL doing goth talk. Yep. Uh, Chris Kattan. Oh my god, I loved that so much. And uh, my email address when I was a teen was taken from the episode where Sarah Michelle Geller is the guest, and her name is, her goth name is Countess Cobwella. So... That was countesscobwell at geo.com. It's a, it's a deep cut, my friend. Classic. The 90s. Yep. So next, we'll be reading this book called Dead Mountain, the untold true story of the Dyatlov Pass incident by Donnie Eichar, um, which, um, yeah, is about the, um, it was in the late 50s, a bunch of uh, Russian kids um, were hiking and uh, all like all mysteriously died and they don't fucking know what happens and there's all sorts of conspiracy theories and I heard about it on an episode of um, they did a whole like a few part episode thing of on Dyatlov Pass on um, Astonishing Legends and they talked about this book a lot and so I thought it was fascinating and Isaac got it for me for Christmas I think and I hadn't read it yet so, or maybe I just bought it. You bought your own. I had also bought it for you as a gift, but I hadn't okay. had the occasion to give it to you yet. So, anyway, so we're reading Dead Mountain next, and we'll talk about Jalov Pass and the Soviet world of sport. Yeah. And um, possible Yetis. Soviet uh, Yetis, though. Infrasound, other shit. I look forward to it. God, how good of a graphic novel would be Comrade Yeti? Comrade Yeti. Who's just like out there uh, hunting down and like mauling enemies of the people. Mm-hmm. Capitalists. Like showing up at your factory, weeding out the weak. I like it. I like it a lot. Should work on that project, Comrade Yeti. Okay, find yourself an artist. Do it. Write it. I believe in you. Comrade Yeti, you has a Lenin tattoo, but you can't see it because there's all the, like, fur. There's there's a lot of fur. Yeah. You did, like, shave a spot and then... It's in there, though. It's in there. 
Well, if you would like to give us feedback, you can email us at couplesbookclubcast at gmail.com. We also have a website, couplesbookclub.blog. <laughs> it's like, wait, what is it? It's couplesbookclub.blog. Um, we also have a Facebook page, just Couples Book Club. You can find us there. Um, rate, review, subscribe on your podcast thingies, your apps that you're using, etc. And um, don't uh, become a Satanist unless you truly believe in Satan. That's yeah, unless you want to be like an interesting Satanist. My sincerely held belief is that you should sincerely believe in Satan if you're going to go down that path. So this like poser shit fucking poser exactly alright that's it I got the nod that's all I got we're good bye